Today's episode is brought to you by PodcastLeadGeneration.com. Learn how podcasting can help your business today. Hey, everybody. Yeah, so today I want to talk about uh, Christine, my ideal client avatar, and where she is not. (laughs) I'll see you after the intro. Ready to take your business to the next level? Do you want to get your message out so that you can help even more people? Well then, world changer, welcome home. My name is Cliff Duvenois, and I'm using podcasting to build a seven-figure empire, and this podcast will document my journey. Along the way, I'll interview the best and brightest marketing minds to get their advice and strategies, which I will test, and I'll report back to you on what is working. Welcome to the Wake Up World Changer podcast. Hey there, World Changers. Cliff here coming to you once again from Studio O. It's just an absolutely gorgeous day. I am on a roll. Yeah, I'm batching content, got a lot of stuff to cover. So let's dive into today's episode. So one of the things that I've really been thinking a lot about is what could be my overall strategy going forward, right? So from the summit, I had access to all of these speakers. And thanks to my interview with with Kasi, uh, I'm now understanding that these different pieces of the puzzle can actually all work together. It's not a standalone silo, nor would I ever want to approach it that way. So one of the things that I was thinking of as I was working on the blueprint, and one of the things that Cindy Constable said to me, and Cindy Constable gave a really awesome interview about how to leverage PR, how to leverage big media to get your to get your you know get your story, get your content, get your articles out there, uh, and actually she did a really great treatise on how you actually get paid for it. Uh, but that's another topic for another time. Anyways, I love to write. You may not be aware of that, but I absolutely love to write. It's just something where I remember in school I hated it. I thought it was such a drag, but yet for some reason I just am not afraid to let my imagination wander. And I just, I just write. I just absolutely love it. And talking with Cindy and, of course, talking about how you can get your articles published in all of these big, uh, these big, you know, big media outlets like, you know, Entrepreneur and, you know, Forbes or, you know, whatever your vertical is in. And I, and I say Entrepreneur and Forbes because I'm talking about this from a business angle. Obviously, there are tons of periodicals out there across all spectrums and they are all looking for content. So keep in mind, I'm just talking about it from a business perspective. Well, one of the things that Cindy said during our interview that kind of struck me, and I I remember writing notes about this in the blueprint, was she said, you know, when you go out there and you write an article and you're beginning your writer's journey, right? You just don't write an article, submit it to Forbes and they put it on their website you have to actually have yourself established as a writer before you could even think about getting into a large publication like Forbes. One of the things that I wanted to do was to make sure that I just did not run out and, you know, willy-nilly started to do something, right? Just because it was the shiny new object. That's like, the internet is the playground of shiny new objects. Every time you turn around, there's some new piece of software or some newfangled website or some, you know, new social media platform or, you know, oh my goodness, it's it's no longer, you know, pictures. It's now you got to do reels all the time. I mean, the internet is just a, a smorgasbord of shiny new objects. And what I did not want to do was to romance 
the entire idea of leveraging big media and PR just because I like to write. I didn't want to do that. So I started thinking to myself, well, how can this, you know, how can I work this together into an overall strategy that will allow me to leverage the platforms that I now have in front of me? And one of the things that Cindy said in her summit interview was that the editors of these publications, whether it's you know, whether it's a multi-blog site, whether it's a, it's a smaller publication like Entrepreneur or a bigger publication like Forbes, they are all going to look at your LinkedIn profile. Well, guess what? I had a LinkedIn expert <laughs> on, the, uh, on the summit who actually says this is how you can get business organically using your LinkedIn profile and it's working. I'm a part of her Facebook group. I am seeing the people in there and it's amazing how within a short period of time, these people who have been absolutely struggling uh, to get business, not only number one are getting business, but number two are raising their prices and getting it. I mean, it's, it's absolutely amazing. So I'm sitting there thinking to myself, well, let's see. So if I did, if I did big PR and media, right? The first thing I got to do is work on my LinkedIn profile. And then, you know, of course I could use my LinkedIn profile to generate more business. Obviously I'm into podcasting. So I would make the podcasting kind of like the third leg of that stool, so to speak. So I could see the three of them all working in conjunction. Now, if you're saying to yourself, self, how does podcasting possibly fit into PR and big media? Well, number one, Cindy said, and if you listen to the interview, you heard her, but Cindy said that they not only pay for written content, but they pay for podcasts and they pay for videos. They want to be a true multimedia platform, not just writing. They want to be that across the board. Now, am I Forbes material? Maybe. Who knows? But the thing that I'm thinking about the most is that by producing these episodes, by getting them out there, by truly marketing the level of, you know, of the podcast as much as I can, this now gives me a great platform to test content. I'm putting out content every single day. Obviously, some episodes are going to get way more downloads than other episodes. And guess what? The episodes that get the most downloads, those are the ones I think would be prime to turn into a written article. So get that episode transcribed. Either I could rework it if I knew the formula. I could hire a ghostwriter depending on uh, you know, what my budget is at the time and who I can find and then get that article published to Entrepreneur, get it published to Forbes, which is also a part of my LinkedIn strategy. And I'm thinking to myself, man, this is awesome. I see how all of these parts are working together and how cool is that? And that's awesome. Yeah. And then I took a step back and I remembered from the summit a topic that came up multiple times from all of the experts. And they all say the same thing across the board, but I'm gonna summarize it to you. If you haven't watched those videos, I don't know why you're waiting. <laughs> there is like thousands of great pieces of advice in those, in those videos. One of those pieces of advice that came up was your ICA, Ideal Customer Avatar, right? What platforms are they on? So I think back to Christine and the platforms that she's using, right? She's my ideal customer avatar. She's obviously on Facebook because Facebook is her primary driver right now for her business, but she wants to explore other lead generating 
opportunities. So I asked myself, does Christine, is she using LinkedIn at all? Because there's a difference, right? There's a difference between people who use a platform for purely social, you know, I want to see what my friends are doing. I want to see what my family is doing versus people who actually use a platform for business, right? They're looking for answers to their problems. So is Christine going to LinkedIn to try to find somebody to fix her problem? Or is she going to Google? Or is she going to YouTube? Where is she going for ideas and inspiration? And as much as I would love to shoehorn Christine <laughs> and make her use LinkedIn, uh, she's not. You know, she's not. I, I, can't, I can't force the customer avatar to do anything she doesn't want to do. And my ideal customer is not on LinkedIn. But I can tell you this because there's a ray of hope. I'm not trying to depress you or anything, but these are the things you have to think about. When you've got that ideal customer avatar in your head, you have to stay true. Everything that you put out speaks to that customer avatar. Every platform that you use, every you know piece of content, whether it be a video, a podcast episode, whatever it is, speaks to your ideal customer avatar. How can I how can I build a connection with that ICA? How can I get them to see that you know I'm offering the better mousetrap? Basically what it is. And so out of all of the platforms that are out there, the one that she does use to go and look for solutions to her problems, because this is the way she is, is Google. So the good news is, is that by leveraging Google, this does support my PR big media morning. push. Good morning. <laughs> Sorry about that. Somebody just biked by. Hello. Hello. I told you I would guy guys I was out in studio O, so somebody just biked by and said hello. Microphone probably got that. But anyways, let's keep right on rolling. So she does use Google to be able to look for solutions, to be able to look for ideas. That right there supports my theory about using big media and PR. Now, does that mean I also have to go and spend time on LinkedIn? Yes. If I'm gonna be producing articles that, are, that have a business slant to them and putting them out there, I do have to spend time on LinkedIn. But the thing is, is that LinkedIn is not my sole focus. It's not my primary you know, lead generation tool. If I do get leads from LinkedIn, that'll be great. I am not going to, uh, I'm not going to, um, you know, I'm not going to turn them away. Obviously, I will put the opportunity out there uh, for people to sign up and register. I would be an idiot to turn that tool down. But that's primarily where she is. You know, when she's sitting around and she's sitting there thinking, man, I'm, you know, thinking about more ideas, she bounces over to Google. And she, that's where she does. That's where she does most of her questions. Like, how do I, you know, generate other leads? How do I use Facebook leads? She's not going to Facebook looking for answers for her problems. She's not using uh, Pinterest. She's not using, uh, she's not using YouTube or anything else for that matter. Uh, she is using Google. So that right there tells me that I need to be focusing a lot more of my efforts on big media and PR. So with that being said, I know it kind of sounds like a round robin kind of thing, but as far as spending all of my time leveraging all of these platforms, obviously I will still be doing the podcasting. Obviously I will still be uh, producing the big PR content, but that's kind of like my overall strategy 
uh, in going forward to really help to, to drive this message. Now, when this is gonna happen, right now, uh, I, I can't tell you because you know I'm a solopreneur, but I do know that it is uh, sooner on the plate as opposed to later, because I need to be where Christine is. And if she's looking for answers for her problems on Google, I need to be there. And right now I'm not. Christine probably isn't even aware that I even exist. So I need to change that. Anyways, just wanted to share that with you guys today. Hope you guys are all doing well and I will catch you in the next episode. Cheers. Hey everyone, before you go, if you're wondering how you can use podcasting for your business, then visit podcastleadgeneration.com and get the framework that showcases three ways to generate more leads for your business using podcasting. Once again, that's podcastleadgeneration.com. Make it a great day.